T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, reporters, I have a little note for you. Make sure you stand right here. Jimmy, hold. Jimmy, you don't have to squat down in front. Just you just need one frame. I split it with okay. say this I, I was leaving they're not going to be down for 20 minutes but I know that somebody wanted to talk with me about it what's okay what next I have no idea <laughs> yes no. Uh, I would just simply say that you know there was a lot of talk about central terminal restoration and efforts to try to put money together for that purpose again I think this is this was a generational opportunity lost I think this is a suboptimal uh, outcome but it's the outcome that we have. Uh, it was 10 to 4 uh, in favor of the canal side side or the downtown side, as some people call it. But I also want to point out that the uh, representative from CSX, I talked about process before, and the representative for CSX, the consultant said it is possible that trains can travel in reverse. Uh, the representative from Amtrak said that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So the new train station that you're building in downtown Buffalo will be inaccessible to 65% of America. So this train station will be in this community for decades, and 65% of America is inaccessible. Doesn't seem like a smart decision about Buffalo's future, but uh, a decision has been made and will move forward, and my commitment to the Central Terminal, uh, its restoration, uh, the use of federal and state historic tax credits and the revitalization of the Broadway Fillmore area continues. Two days ago, you said that if the vote didn't go your way, you're going to continue to fight. The governor told me you're going to hear your voice. Well, he's heard my voice clearly, and the governor has said very clearly that uh, a decision should be made. I'm okay with that, but the decision should be made by Buffalo and for Buffalo. And when you look at a brand new prefabbed building underneath the throughway versus a restoration of a historic structure <clears throat> that qualifies for federal and state tax credits, in an apples-to-apples -apples comparison, 
the historic preservation never wins. That's why you have tax credits, so that we undertake these projects to make them more economically feasible. Look, I think it's symbolic. I think it's a generational opportunity lost. And I think this is a suboptimal result. But uh, the process produced uh, a recommendation, and the recommendation uh, is not at the central terminal. What we can do with this is use it as a basis from which uh, to hold those who made pretty strong comments today. I mean, in the comments, everybody was promoting the central terminal. Uh, but that wasn't the decision. So uh, that presents an opportunity to secure both federal and state funding uh, toward the redevelopment of the central terminal. You think the central terminal will get done eventually? I think this was an opportunity lost, but, but that doesn't mean that people are going to give up on the central terminal. I think, if anything, it focused a lot of attention on the central terminal. So I think you can assume from that that um, that attention will produce a, a public policy response. And whether it's a public-private partnership or whatever, that is a significant architectural structure that should be redeveloped. Just because it's not in the trendy area, uh, you know, just because uh, you know, there's not a, a, a vibrant uh, commercial district surrounding there, that doesn't mean there can't be. And I would remind folks that, as I said before, the skeptics usually win. But the skeptics never produced anything great for Buffalo. And if you look at Larkinville, if you look at Canal Side, if you look at the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus, they all have a running theme. They started as nothing and became something great, which is now forming the basis for the revitalization of this city and this region. So, you know, I just said that I think what was lacking in this process was imagination. Uh, creativity, vision, and a sense of boldness, a sense of boldness and guts. And I think those things are very, very important, combined with facts, combined with facts, presented in a passionate way. That's how you advance public policy. So I'm optimistic. Uh, uh, Mark uh, Polenkars is here, the county executive. Uh, I'm sure he has some thoughts about this as well. But I think, Mark, I'm, I'm consistent in stating that there was a lot of uh, a lot of sentiment in there for the redevelopment of the central terminal. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I do have to agree with the congressman. There was a tremendous amount of sentiment for the redevelopment of the central terminal. Uh, I've been saying all along since the date was chosen for April that I wanted to ensure that we were taking into account all factors that needed to be taken into account. The city of Buffalo, Erie County has a long history of decisions that were made in a short time span that we've come to regret many, many years later. And I think there's something to be said about not being paralyzed with the decision, but there's other things that need to be said to make a decision that truthfully is one that's based on all the facts. January 20th, after the first meeting of the, the, the committee, I sent a letter to the committee which included a memorandum from my Department of Environment and Planning which identified every factor that we felt needed to be considered. And while some of the factors were, there's a vast majority of them that were not. Even to the basis of the consultant, WSP Parsons Brinkerhoff, was not charged in the scope of work to examine any of the issues associated with the Depew station. Now, if you go into most communities and you arrive by train, you arrive at one station. You don't have two. And it always still was a question as to if we're going to be spending tens of millions or potentially $100 million 
what are we going to do with the Depew Station? That's a question that was never even broached because it was not part of the scope of work of Parsons. I don't begrudge them. They were not told to look into that. But when I sat down multiple times with my Department of Environment and Planning, and truthfully, I'm one of the only people on this panel who actually has a Department of Planners and Engineers. And they said, Mark, we would not make a decision as important as this one unless we had all of these questions answered. And so as the, the process was moving on, I kept on pushing for more information on some of these questions and was told it was not part of the scope of work where to decide the site of a train station. And I said, well, you've got to make a determination, is it justifiable based on the expense to build a new train station? As many of you know, the county issued in the last week a request for proposal for a new convention center, something we've been talking about for some time. We want to do an analysis of it. We're going to hire a consultant to look at it. But we're not asking the consultant to make a determination on the location of a convention center until we've made a determination, do we need a new convention center? What are comparable con convention centers in other markets that we compete with? If we built a new convention center, which in all likelihood would cost hundreds of millions of dollars, would we receive a, see a justifiable return on our investment? We didn't, we're not going right to the decision of what's the location for a new convention center. It's do we need one first? What are the comparable ones? What size should we build? And then if so, a location. And I've always been concerned that because of the arbitrary date that was originally chosen, that the decision that would be rendered here today was not based on all the facts that could have been answered. And that's my issue. I've never had skin in the game, so to speak. I've never had a horse. I've never said I prefer Central Terminal. I've never said I prefer the downtown location. I see positive aspects of both. I see negative aspects of both. And I think it's important that we have rendered a decision based on all the potential facts that needed to be discussed. And I just didn't feel comfortable that that was the case. So when it came to identifying my preferred sites, uh, I decided to put two down for each not because I thought that any one site was better than the other, but because I thought that we needed a little bit more time to answer some of these questions. Because eventually we're going to have to replace the Depew station. And if we have a station in downtown Buffalo, we are saying we are going to keep a second station in this community. It's as simple as that. Because as the Amtrak representative noted today, even though the consultant said in a downtown station an Amtrak train could back up, theoretically. Amtrak said they would not do that. They have not done it in the past. They wouldn't do it in the future. So that means, as the congressman noted in the meeting, 65% of the rail passengers that would come to this region are never going to stop off at a downtown station. They're still continually going to use the Depew station or whatever the Depew station is in the future. Uh, I do thank the governor. I think it's important that this discussion need to be made. Uh, I thank Mayor Brown for his, uh, for his uh, leadership in this issue, as well as Bob Shibley for his facilitation. But all along I've had questions on whether or not we were answering all the questions we needed to. We don't want to be paralyzed by decision. I agree with that. But we want to make certain we're making a decision that's based on the facts that need to be on the table. And I don't believe at this point all the facts that needed to be on the table were determined. Well, there were a lot of decisions, as you say, that we look back on and go, geez, that was a terrible decision and wish we could do it again. Uh, I'm not certain if it's on a parallel to that. I think if there's any decision that we'd like to probably come back with with regards to the train decision, it's, central, it's the leaving of the central terminal in the late 70s, early 80s in the first place. Uh, I think we all agree that was a bad decision that did not benefit our community. And truthfully, community leaders didn't really have a say back then. It was just a decision that seemed to be made by what was then Amtrak at its beginnings. Uh, 
this community has is still reeling from decisions that were made 50, 60 years ago. All you have to do is look at the impact that uh, East Side has with as a result of the Skajakwina and the 33. All you have to look at UB. I mean, business leaders did not want UB in downtown Buffalo back in the late 60s. Can you imagine a business leader saying that today? But the business leaders didn't want UB back in downtown because they didn't want it interfering with downtown. I think we all realize that was one of the dumbest decisions that was ever made by people in this community. Uh, my, my issue all along is I wanted to feel comfortable that the decision that was being rendered was one that was based on all the facts that should have been determined. And I didn't feel that. I had a meeting last night with my Department of Environment and Planning, and the funny thing that we all asked is they said, if there had not been that hole in that roof, would we even be having this discussion today? And the answer was no, because if you look at every single planning document that has been issued in the last few years, more than a decade, not a single one of them references a new trade station. So the issue is let's make the right decision for the community but it's based on the facts that need to be considered and we just didn't feel comfortable that all the facts were being considered and and I sat down with planners and engineers from the Department of Environment and Planning to get to, to, to listen to them because they're the experts I'm not an expert on this I'm not going to claim to be an expert uh, but I just felt want to feel comfortable that we were making the right decision and I didn't feel comfortable that we were making the right decision at this point it may have been the right decision in the long run we won't know that but I didn't feel comfortable uh, with this decision today because of issues that needed to be resolved, such as should we be investing millions of dollars in a new station for 400 riders basically a day? Should we be uh, investing money when we, if we're going to stay downtown, we're saying we're going to also have the Depew station? Uh, and that's the site that receives the vast majority of the passengers into this community is the Depew station. It would not be the downtown station. So shouldn't then we be investing millions of dollars to make the Depew station look better? than it is today, because if you arrive and you think that's the station in Buffalo, you don't have a very good image of Buffalo seeing that station like you don't have a very good image of seeing the Exchange Street station. Those are all issues that needed to be discussed. They were not. There's been talk that downtown was the decision before this whole process even started. Do you feel like that decision was already made before you went into it? Uh, I don't necessarily feel that way. I, I said in the meeting uh, there, there were some people stating that it was rigged, especially Parsons and their, their estimate, we did not think so. Uh, WSP Parsons Brinkerhoff is well regarded. They have a lot of experience doing train stations. They're actually doing the train station in Rochester. So they had accurate data. Uh, I don't think it was a rigged decision. I said I believe it was flawed because we did not have all the information we should have. And it's as simple as that. Uh, will it be the right decision in the long run? Only time will tell. But uh, we're talking about hundreds of people who use the train station daily. And, and that's as simple as that. No. The county is the one that invested over a million dollars years ago in to ensure the plexiglass of the that was put in place to protect the central terminal. It's not the death knell for the central terminal. Uh, there's no doubt about that, but one of the things that we need to do for the central terminal, and we've talked about, is we need to have a comprehensive master plan for the central terminal and the neighborhood. Uh, even if you put a train station in the central terminal, it would not have meant the revitalization of that community. There's so much more that needs to be done. Discussion about extending the decision-making process, the, the deadline? The deadline was set, and that's the deadline that the mayor went and worked with. And I never criticized the mayor because I knew it was the deadline he had. I just all along felt that it was probably too short for the information that we needed. Now you want to let the mayor address? 
Uh, thank you very much. So, uh, as you know, uh, today we had the final meeting of the train station site selection committee. Uh, we were given a firm six-month deadline by Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, to be able to utilize $1 million for an engineering study. And then upon uh, completing uh, that study and that process of recommending a new site uh, to the governor, there would then be $25 million to build a new train station in the city of Buffalo to replace the aging um, Exchange Street station that we presently have. It was a very open process. It was a very thorough and transparent process. 17 stakeholders um, on the committee, uh, one of the most respected architects and planners in our community, uh, Robert Shibley, uh, the Dean of the School of Architecture and Planning at the University at Buffalo, serving as the facilitator of the community, and the selection of a internationally renowned consulting firm, engineering consulting and planning firm WSP Parsons Brinkerhoff. I think after reviewing all of the information, the public input, and the facts and engineering study information from WSP Parsons Brinkerhoff, uh, the committee made the right decision in selecting a downtown location for a new train station. In selecting that downtown location, it does not in any way uh, preclude us working together to invest in the rehabilitation, the reconstruction, uh, the renovation of the historic Central Terminal building. Uh, now I want to bring in uh, Dean Robert Shibley, who served as the facilitator of the process, and then President and CEO of Empire State Development, Howard Zemsky, and Assemblywoman Crystal People Stokes, who actually represents the area where both uh, train station potential locations uh, uh, are located. Uh, Dean Shibley. Thank you, Mayor. Um, it's been an interesting and um, uh, passionate process, to be sure. What we did today was to join a conversation between the technical expertise for transportation planning and the values of 17 stakeholders and things they know and took issue with regarding the basic technical work done. Across the board, it's been a pleasure to work with the professionals at WSP Parsons, and it's been a pleasure to work with, frankly, the professionalism of the stakeholder committee appointed by the governor and the mayor. It's been a, a good process where I believe people changed their minds as they went through it. That's the definition of a good process. Deep listening, I get it. Oh, I hadn't thought about it that way, were the kinds of expressions that brought us to, brought them to, a different conclusion than I think the majority of our public might have aspired to. What they were working with was a clear understanding of what uh, I'm sure Howard Zemsky will speak to as customers and how we think about those customers relative to the service responsibilities of rail transit uh, uh, interactions. So with that, I will just say it's been a privilege to work with this group. Um, I was glad to not have to vote, and I was delighted to listen to the kind of interaction where people learn from one another. I look forward to continued conversations about a very ambitious aspiration that was established by the community, looking forward to the future of transit in our communities and looking forward to the future of our east side and the central terminal building. Thank you. Great. Um, I want to 
thank the mayor for his tremendous leadership, thank Bob Shibley for his great facilitation, uh, all the committee members, Parsons, uh, as typical Buffalo style, people brought their passion and their keen interest in Buffalo and its future to the table, which is always great, and it's what makes us unique as I travel around the state. We have an incredibly committed and passionate, uh, you know, people here in Buffalo. You know, in many ways, this is a customer issue. It's a transportation issue, whether you're talking about business customers of CSX who use rail, or you're talking about people who live here who use trailways, Adirondack, Greyhound, or people who use Metro Rail and Metro Bus, the downtown station makes the most sense in every way for all of those customers. And it's important not to lose sight that this is in large part a customer-oriented decision and should be a customer-oriented decision. Um, I made mention in the meeting that I've spent most of my last 20 years rehabbing historic buildings, including in Buffalo's east side. Uh, and I've been involved with the Martin House and Richardson and the Nash House and the Michigan Street Preservation uh, Heritage Corridor Commission. I love historic buildings. Uh, there's nothing I've spent more time doing than restoring historic buildings. Um, you can be in favor of a downtown train station and be very much in favor of restoring the train station, the central terminal, and investing in the east side. So I think it's very important not to confuse the fact that uh, the downtown train station is the best for the customers, but in no way does it um, mean that any of us aren't passionate about continuing to revitalize Buffalo's east side, including wonderful historic buildings like the Central Terminal. Thank you. Howard, can Howard. you explain why? Oh, why don't we come back to questions Assembly and the um, Assembly member. Um, thank you. I want to thank the governor uh, for calling for uh, this project to move forward. Thank the mayor and certainly thank Dr. Shibley for his leadership. Um, but clearly, you know, we were able to do something here that we still haven't been able to do with the Peace Bridge. And so I think we should be congratulating everybody that was at the table. It, it, was, a, it was a very difficult decision. Uh, when I first sat down there, I was from an emotional perspective. I represent Central Terminal. I grew up not far from the, in that neighborhood. I also rep, represent where the current station is located. So I sat there from an emotional position, like we gotta do Central Terminal, it's the only place to go. But when you begin to hear the data and the facts, uh, particularly about the number of people who use it, you, you, you even had to wonder, why are we spending this much time on so few people who actually use the train station? But the fact of the matter is, is that at some point, uh, if we're going to move our community uh, into the future, we're going to have to figure out how to connect people to every transportation source that there is. So the connectivity of what can happen at the existing site on Exchange Street, which, by the way, I use on a regular basis to go to Albany, uh, for me, what was the driving factor. Um, I thought in many ways that I should probably do the political thing and make everybody happy and make sure that, you know, they would continue to say, yeah, yeah, she's right. Uh, no, I would have been wrong that time. Because this time, I think we need to do what's right for the few people who will ride the train. That when they get off, if they want to get to our rapid rail, which is not that rapid, if they want to get to that, it's there. If they want to get on a bus, it's there. If they want to get to a hotel, it's there. I think that that's a fair decision to have made. And I believe that I just 
am excited about the number of people who now realize the value of Central Terminal. Because quite frankly, a lot of people have forgotten it. Uh, I was the state member that was investing in Central Terminal to make sure that they have restrooms that work, that allow them to have events there. The Colored Musicians played, Club played there recently. As a matter of fact, when you see the Marshall movie, you'll see the Central Terminal in it because of the investments that we've already made. Now I find uh, real hope in the fact that there are going to be a lot more people who are going to commit resources to make that uh, Central Terminal into the beauty that it should be, not as a train station, but there are many other opportunities that it can be, and I'm going to be work making sure that I work with folks who are interested in doing that. So today, uh, it was a bittersweet decision for me representing both areas, but you know, I, I came down on the side of what's in the interest of the one, the people who take the train, two, the businesses that have to use the train, and how it's going to facilitate connectivity of intermodal transportation. Uh, I've had opportunity to go to Europe before. I, I've, I've seen how it works in Amsterdam. I've seen how it works in China. And uh, I know that we're a long way away from that because we, we want everything, but we don't want to pay for everything. We're, we're not there yet. But we, get, we can get closer when we start to connect existing modes of transportation, even at this level. And so I think we've done the right thing, and I want to commend everybody that was involved. We'll open up to uh, your questions now. So as mayor, I was given a challenge by the governor to use a million dollars, form a committee, uh, select an engineering consultant, and decide on where a new train station should go in Buffalo to replace the aging station at Exchange Street that exists. There is never enough money in any given year to do all of the things that we need to do in the city of Buffalo. So uh, would I like more money to invest in a lot of different needs in the city? Yes. Uh, but right now we do have people uh, that use the train. Uh, we are looking to improve multimodal access. Uh, we're looking to uh, make the visitor experience uh, in Buffalo even better. And uh, this decision that we've made today, uh, using $25 million in resources that have been pledged by Governor Cuomo, will enable us to do that. Uh, money was just one of the, the factors. Uh, when we started out, there were something like 20 criteria that were boiled down to about six factors. Money was certainly uh, one of them. Uh, multimodal access was, uh, was another factor that was important. And connectivity and uh, rider experience, critically important. Uh, where are people going to uh, come into? Where are they going to leave from? What kind of amenities are going to be there where people uh, travel into and, and, and leave from? So all of those things were taken into consideration. Uh, a very thorough amount of study was done. Uh, every text, 
Every email, every letter uh, that came in was evaluated by the consultants, uh, put into those uh, factors that we, we looked at. And I think at the end of the day, uh, the committee made the right decision. We made that decision within the time frame that we were given by the governor. You hear, heard the assemblywoman say, uh, in the old Buffalo, uh, decisions weren't made. In the new Buffalo, we make decisions, we make decisions timely, we make progress, and we keep moving to uh, achieve additional progress in this community. So at the end of the day, we have taken all that public comment into consideration. Uh, there was also misinformed uh, there was also misinformation that went out there uh, that people were reacting to. Uh, what we had as a committee was all of the accurate information, the engineering research, uh, the cost information, how long it would take to build it, uh, information, the impact that it would have on surrounding communities information, environmental information. So at the end of the day, in making a recommendation to the governor, we had to look at the facts, we had to look at the in, uh, engineering research, and we had to look at sound information to make a recommendation. So uh, we have met here um, since the very beginning of this process. One of the reasons to hold the meeting here is that we had a 17-member committee. Uh, some of those members of the committee are legislators at the federal and uh, state level. We needed to make sure uh, that there was teleconferencing uh, capability. Uh, one of our members, the last meeting, Senator Kennedy, he participated in the meeting completely via teleconference. Uh, Constance Moss uh, was at a conference. She was going to teleconference in, but because of the importance of the meeting, Dr. Moss actually drove eight hours to be here and is going to drive eight hours back to a conference. So that's why we made the decision to, to hold the meeting at this location. Could that not happen at the council chambers, a larger venue? I know there's camera accessibility. Uh, there is camera accessibility. Uh, so we could have done the live streaming at council chambers, but we started out here. This was the decision that was made at the beginning of the process uh, because of the teleconferencing capability. There are several train station sites that are under consideration. We know there's going to be a station downtown. What happens next, and, and how do you decide actually where that, that train station is going to go? So uh, now the process moves to the uh, State Department of Transportation. We will be forwarding uh, the resolution from the vote of the committee making a recommendation to Governor Cuomo. Uh, the study, the work will continue now uh, with the Department of Transportation to decide the optimal location uh, downtown uh, given the uh, several locations that are still part of the downtown mix that we voted for. You had a six month time frame to come up with a decision. What kind of time frame do they have to come up with their decision? Um, 
I don't know exactly what the time frame is for the state to come up uh, with that decision, but certainly this has been a fast-tracked process. Uh, the governor clearly wants it to be a fast-tracked process, and I think the same uh, time constraints that we have had as a committee, I think there will be some time constraints that Governor Cuomo will place on the Department of Transportation as based well. On those, based on those time constraints, how will the project maintain focus so that um, you know this city essentially and county gets what it has been looking for and what it has received feedback on regarding this, this improvement? How will you maintain that focus over the next months and years to ensure that this project is fulfilled? The uh, the train station location? Indeed. And, and the, the eventual completion of well, I think we have seen that Governor Cuomo has been focused on this community like a laser beam. There's been one Buffalo Billion, there's a Buffalo Billion two. that's now a, uh, another half a billion uh, dollars. There have been many other projects that have been funded in this community, and the governor set as a priority for us to come up with a recommendation for a new train station. So I think... Uh, the governor's commissioners and certainly the commissioner of uh, the Department of Transportation who uh, participated fully in this process, I think was at all of the meetings of this process, I think they are going to be very focused on moving this process forward very aggressively, uh, as quickly as possible to make sure that the new train station is built out as quickly as possible. Well, I mean, the NFTA, I think you heard Tom speak to the NFTA support of downtown because what you really want is a multimodal transportation center. So if you look now at the current bus routes, I think they cross, um, you know, where the site of the tr downtown train station, something like buses cross there something like 600 times a day. So it's really the ideal location. I think the question as to you know, trailways, Adirondack, things of that nature. You've heard them talk about, you know, the central terminal station was not viable for a number of reasons. Whether ultimately that moves uh, to a, another downtown station is to be determined, but I don't think it's urgent and I don't think it's particularly relevant to where the Amtrak station goes. So, you know, that's, I think, years in the offing but the decision as to where this train station goes is what this committee was charged with. Um, and the NFTA, you know, will work that out over time uh, with the service providers, of course, and, um, you know, we'll see where that goes. But this wasn't a committee to, you know, figure out where the Greyhound buses were going to leave from. It was to figure out where the Amtrak train station was going to go. And I think it was, you know, the vote was over 70%. I think the rationale in support of that vote is overwhelming uh, and I think if we had another six months to study it if we had two more years to study it we would have come to the same conclusion so I think it's important to recognize that and again I want to say there isn't anyone who's more interested and has shown more commitment to Buffalo to revitalization and to the east side particularly through Buffalo Billion too than the governor. So we're not choosing between the east side and revitalization and a downtown train station. 
we're going to have it all. And I think it's important to remember that. Is there a reason for Central Terminal supporters to believe that this time there really will be something happening in the future to restore that building and bring, you know, economic development back to that area? Yeah, I mean, I think the Central Terminal Restoration Corporation has obviously done a good job, you know, kind of reactivating it. The state has been supporting it along the way. Uh, you know, I noted, and we talked about this, Mark, at the opening of the Richardson that, you know, the Urban Land Institute had done a great job. Uh, I would encourage the Central Terminal Restoration Corporation to think about doing that. I think how they chart their future to some extent is important. I mean, that isn't a decision we're making in this room. So um, I think there's good opportunity, and I think they uh, should really advance a coherent, compelling plan uh, for that facility. Uh, and you know, then we could potentially partner. Are you encouraged by Gary Spencer's interest in the I'm, you know, I don't have a lot of experience uh, with uh, the developer. Uh, we have recently, you may know, purchased back Hotel Niagara from him because that project didn't move forward. So I think if the state is going to put a money in alongside a developer as opposed to it remaining in the public domain, we would really need to see the developer put forward the substantial portion of funds. If this is a public domain project, that's a potentially different story. But I think I sh it's fair to note um, that it's to be determined uh, whether this project ideally moves forward with a developer or this developer or in a different way. Any other questions? Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.